0: For when the great scorer comes to write against your name, he marks not that you won or lost, but how you played the game. This quote from the Grantland Rice poem, Alumnus Football, depicts the competitive spirit of sportsmanship. But this sentiment is often in conflict with actual competition, where the idea of winning the game is more important than the sport. Vince Lombardi, the legendary football coach, had a different approach. He is credited with saying, if it doesn't matter who wins or loses, then why do they keep score? and ultimately his most famous quote, winning isn't everything, it is the only thing. Sadly, the importance of winning has resulted in some amazingly blatant attempts to control the outcome of the game, doing anything to win. I'm Melissa Lavender and Anything to Win tells the stories of some of the most notorious attempts of cheating to win in sports and why they didn't work. There are many examples of athletes doing anything to win at the Olympics. In response to the knowledge of athletes taking substances to enhance their performances, the Olympic Committee implemented a drug testing regimen in the 1968 Summer Olympics held in Mexico City. Remember, this was 1968, and this was the infancy of drug testing. And amazingly enough, the only tests that they used were urinalysis in the 1968 Olympics. The first athlete who had won an Olympic medal and was subsequently disqualified was Hans Gunnar Lillenwald, who had his bronze medal for the pentathlon stripped when he tested positive for alcohol. Lillenwald, who was from Sweden, drank a beer to calm his nerves prior to the pistol shooting portion of the event. Obviously, drinking and shooting don't mix. Doping was prevalent by the East German team in the 1970s and 1980s. The East German women's swimming team basically won everything in the 1976 Olympics in Montreal, demonstrating how a country could systematically grow competitors to win. Although they denied any cheating, most of their athletes had no idea that their doctors, trainers, and officials were basically using them as lab rats. Files recovered after the Berlin Wall fell in 1989 showed that East Germany victimized over 10,000 athletes, requiring them to take steroids and growth hormones over many years. Sadly, many of these athletes suffered debilitating health issues and psychological issues from this abuse under the East German regime. Although there were other doping scandals during this time, the U.S. cycling team used blood boosting, there has never been anything that has matched the East German's systematic doping or abusive commitment to do anything to win. After the doping scandals in the 1970s and 1980s, there were individual doping scandals and athletes who were disqualified and stripped of their medals. In 2000, U.S. track and field athlete Marion Jones was disqualified and stripped of her five Olympic medals. Jones's then-husband, shot-putter C.J. Hunter, also tested positive for performance-enhancing drugs around this time. However, one of the most notorious Olympic races, the men's 100-meter race in the 1988 Olympics, is known as the dirtiest race in history. Start and it's Raymond Durr with a start, and it's Ben Johnson with a start. Picture gets it. No, it's Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson does it again. Unbelievable. Nine seven nine. Absolutely incredible. That was the call of the 1988 what Olympic start? men's 100 meter race. It may have had a fair start, but it wasn't a fair race. And that night it was unbelievable but history has recorded it as the dirtiest race in history. The men's race is one of the highlights of the Olympics, and in 1988 it was a showcase for the three fastest men on the face of the earth. British runner Linford Christie, Canadian Ben Johnson, and the 1984 gold medalist Carl Lewis from the United States. Johnson won by setting a new world record, finishing the race in 9.79 seconds, with Lewis crossing the finish line second in 9.92 seconds, and Christie finishing third. The atmosphere in the Seoul South Korea Stadium was electric. Johnson remarked immediately after the race that all he wanted to do was to beat Carl Lewis. It was an unbelievable race. But three days later, Johnson was stripped of his gold medal and new world record, after he tested positive for steroids. Lewis was awarded the gold, and Lenford Christie was awarded the silver medal. Interestingly enough, both Lewis and Christie tested positive for a stimulant, but these were not reported or were cleared, as the stimulant found was contained in a ginseng tea that one of the runners had drunk. Sometimes stimulants that are on the ban list can be taken innocently, as they can appear in herbal teas or in medications for asthma or in other nutritional supplements. There are multiple different categories of banned substances and hundreds, if not thousands, of different substances banned by the World Anti-Doping Agency. Although the World Anti-Doping Agency publishes extensive listings of prohibited substances and employs vigorous drug testing protocol, there are still athletes who push the boundaries and use prohibited substances proving that they will do anything to win.